This episode of The Blur Mob contains explicit language. While we want everyone to enjoy the show, sometimes we may say things that are not appropriate for all ages. So, in other words, mom, dad, granny, we cussing. Discretion is advised. King G. Grossite ENT. <laughs> Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Let me, let me pop my shit. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pop my shit. Hands up. What's up, y'all? And welcome to the Blurred Mob, your hub for all things black and nerdy. I am your host, Foop. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get more updates from the mob. We are entering part two of our Spider-Man No Way Home movie review. So we got Ace and McMillian from Gurren Otaku Council, and we have Ralph. So if you have not listened to part one, make sure you check it out. Um, Part two is completely spoilers. So if you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home, um, please come back later after you've seen the movie. If you would like a non-spoiler critique of the movie before you go see it, please check out part one. Um, But other than that, Let's get into it. So part two, we're about to dissect these end credit scenes and we're going to discuss some theories. And if you listen to part one, Ralph had a hot take on if this movie was better than Endgame. So we're going to get into that. So end credit scenes, we're going to start with the first one, which is um, Sony's Venom. What, what has he been doing since he's been in the MCU universe? For those who have seen Venom 2, you know that the end credit scene of Venom basically snatched this Venom up and threw him in the MCU where he sees mm-hmm. Tom Holland. This is just touching back on what he's been doing after that time. And I found it funny that he had the guy in Mexico explaining uh, <laughs> all the Avengers <laughs> to him. And he was like, yeah, I think they were talking about Hulk. And he was like, so this big green guy yeah, or whatever, he's right. taking notes or whatever. but. He gets taken back to his universe and a piece of symbiote is left, which teases that there is going to be a Venom in the MCU. It's just Mm -hmm. not going to be that Venom. So my question is, at this point, is are they going to make a MCU version of Eddie Brock or is this symbiote going to go after Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Well... I think yeah, I think based on the end credit scene of uh, Let There Be Carnage, or yeah, uh, that it's going to probably go after Tom because Venom was very interested in Tom Holland in the first place. Like he, mm-hmm. he didn't even know he was, he, and then he sees him appear on the TV screen. He licks the TV screen, um, and now we also know that like uh, just from like a past experience with the other Spider-Man movies, or if you have any knowledge on the comics, Venom and Peter Parker had, uh, normally have a first interaction before Eddie Brock even shows up. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, especially with the state that we're leaving Peter in in this movie, where he's still reeling with the loss of everything that's happened from this movie, and he's not in the best place of his life, that he is a prime sus- uh, subject for Venom to help him unleash some of that pent up aggression that he probably has still left in him. So I still think I can definitely see that as well. I can see that 100%. Um, but y'all ready for this though? Give it to us, Ace. I guess so. Y'all ready? You got a okay. choice. Some may call me crazy for this, <laughs> and you might be right, but it's okay. So let's get into it the Black Spider Man theory. So, as we all know. Tom Holland does not want to play Spider-Man forever. Eventually, he wants to you know, go do other things, whatever that he may be. But be he doesn't want to play man. Spider-Man forever. He even mentioned that it would be nice to see Miles Morales on the big screen one day. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we got that. Fast forward a little... Not fast forward. Rewind back now to the movie. We get a Miles Morales hint, if you will, with Jamie Foxx and how he was mentioning that there's got to be a black Spider-Man somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to fast forward a little bit now to back to the end credit scene. 
Okay. You got me traveling in a lot of places, Ace. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't got the same wind go I got anymore. To in credit scenes. So as we all know that there's going to be Venom in the MCU now, but it's not going to be Eddie's Brock um, Venom anymore. It's just going to be, who, who knows who's going to be. So now, right now, the question is, who's going to be the Venom? My answer is Miles Morales. The Black Spider-Man, played by the Black Spider-Man. Huh. That's interesting. That- That's very interesting, except how will... Why? I just, I want to... What and what is your what is your thought what is I'm your thought process that, that the symbiote is going to go after Miles? It's not necessarily that he's gonna. I don't think he's necessarily gonna go after Miles. It might just be some kind of like chance encounter okay. thing. But the reason I also said it is because it just in my mind it sounds like something that Hollywood would do. Like that. why not make Venom a black guy this time? You know, just to change things up i mean that'd be if you will that'd be interesting because uh as far as i know in the comic books i've read for miles he doesn't he's never had his like uh encounter with venom because the universe he was in they got rid of their venom or whatever uh, previously and so he's never been taken over by the symbiote as far as my knowledge is maybe there's as and then i was also thinking um if they do bring miles morales to the big screen one day it's either gonna be one or two things it's gonna be miles morales in a completely separate universe or somehow they're gonna integrate him i mean he's in in this universe universe so uh if you remember then on top of it yeah like you said earlier the lady that he saved on the bridge that tom saved on the bridge there's been rumors and stuff like it going around that that was Tom's that that was Miles' mother or something like that, um, some some type of relative to Miles. Oh, well, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's been theories and stuff going around about that. I, I'll have to find it and show it to you after this. Yeah, recording. I was about to say because his mom's a uh, a, a nurse, nurse right? or a doctor. Yeah, yeah, she's a nurse. yeah. But I said maybe not necessarily his mom, but it it was somebody related to him. Yeah, because I have to go back and find. Well, him. I mean, his we know he's in the in in the in this universe because because uh, Donald Glover. His was his in uncle. the first one, and he was playing his uncle. Mm-hmm. He was playing Aaron Davis. I uh, I don't know, Ace. You kind of went left field with that one. I mean, yeah, hey, you kind of like lost it. Some might call me crazy for I this. I mean, one, but... the, the the Venom thing. I mean, I'm honestly very interested to see if that could be the possibility. Because my only thing is, I wonder what reason would he have been for the, to be Venom attracted to Miles? Yeah, and also by that point. Would he have been bitten by the spider that Miles gets bit by, or something like yes. that? Or would like this have been the predate? Would this be the thing that leads up to Miles getting bitten? I guess I I don't know, but it's interesting. I don't I don't necessarily think it couldn't happen. I I definitely feel like it's something that they would play around the idea with. But it, I wonder how they would how would they execute this. that that mm-hmm. for it that it makes no, that it makes like, sense like because yeah, as McMillian said. Venom has personally shown interest in Tom Holland Spider Man. So if that does happen, how do they go about him switching his interest from just being so fixated on Tom Holland um, Spider Man like, and he fuses with Miles instead? Correct. Like I mean, think about like how Spider Man Three plays out. You know, when we first see Venom, he goes after Tobey Maguire, but you know, things doesn't work out. And what did he do after that? He went and found a new host. So it also could have been something like that as well. After he eventually does find and get to Tom, but, you know, we go through the movie or whatever, and Tom ends up, you know, breaking away from the symbiote finally. If he doesn't destroy the symbiote, he's going to just go somewhere else. Right. That's true. I guess my... uh, Well, not not to cut you off. I was just going to say my other question is, how the hell is the symbiote going to get to New York? Is in Mexico? I don't know. I hope it's I mean, not the same and, way it did in and it's this little And it's this little piece of symbiote. I mean, we saw how um, the first symbiote yeah, traveled in Venom I, I, once. And I said, so, I, yeah. hope it's not, I hope it's not the same way. <laughs> so, <laughs> we dropping bodies till we get to Tom Holland. <laughs> we, yeah. We, yeah, we already seen how he could get there from the previous Venom, so yeah. it's not impossible. I would agree. I, my, my only thing is with... It's interesting because they haven't introduced Eddie at all yet. I mean, they could bring him in later, so it's not like that big of a deal. But they, but they the have reason- introduced mm-hmm. a Venom symbiote host already, though. Um, although I don't, 
I don't know how this would work at all. So uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Flash Thompson, um, the bully to Spider-Man, basically oh, in yeah. this series of Marvel movies, mm-hmm. it does eventually become a Venom symbiote host uh, as Agent Venom. But the thing is, the comic book version of Flash Thompson was uh, in the army. He wasn't like a, a student. Like he would, well, he went to school with uh, Peter. And he was a bully to Peter, but eventually he had like changed a new leaf and like had decided to go to the army and it's all this stuff. Yeah, while this well, I mean, Flash Thomas is at well, MIT. But so you know they're graduating now, though. Like, so he, they he's could. at MIT, though. And that's oh, always, yeah, and yeah, also, the, his, his, the, the way this Flash acts is very different from the other Flash. So I don't see this guy going to the military is the only thing. That's that was my, I was like, I don't know if they're going to go that route. So I'm wondering, yeah. they might create a new symbiote host altogether. I, I doubt it, but it's about that's also a possibility too. Yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't, wouldn't, didn't see them. Like, what would be the point of bringing in, you no know, teasing us that oh, we're gonna get Venom versus um, Spider Man now, and it's not even gonna be the original actor. So they're gonna have to bring in a new actor now, and I just don't think that they'll bring in that their quote their own version of Eddie Brock into this universe. I, I just don't think they'll. But do I guess that. my I other am, thing is, wrong, I'm with you, Ace. What was the point? Because I. The whole thing was that Sony wanted to use Tom Holland's Spider-Man in their Spider-Verse. And mm-hmm. when we watched Venom, we were all on the same boat that this was going to be the integration point. Mm-hmm. And I this end credit scene from Spider-Man No Way Home completely, you know, eliminates that possibility. Yeah, like I said in the, like I said in the, in the first part, this is the only nitpick I have is like, Doctor Strange explained the reason that the villains and all the people were there is because they knew who Peter Parker was. That version of Eddie has no Peter Parker in his world. Mm-hmm. So how was he there in the first place? And then two, if his only purpose there was to, to make sure the Venom symbiote got there, they could have just went the Venom symbiote story route. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why. Like I, mean, like I, I said, this is point... a, a very small nitpick because I, I, I didn't hate the after credit scene. It was very funny. Yeah. Uh, but I guess at that point when they had already brought him in, like when we saw the credit scenes of Venom two, they probably wouldn't, they didn't think about it like that because I mean he was already there at that point. It was just like oh he's an MCU or now. but then maybe even going higher mm-hmm. like production level. What if that just wasn't? What if the end credit scene for Venom two wasn't the the MCU wasn't involved? Because Sony hmm. does own Spider Man, they just decided that this is going to be the end credit scene, and because they did it, Marvel maybe something else with the third movie. They was like, okay, let's. The only turn reason it in. I would disagree with that is because is the the end credit scene from this one plays directly off of the last end credit scene from Venom two. So Marvel had to have some type of input. In. I, I, mm-hmm. I would only not, not even for the end credit scene. But I'm I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying that because Venom two was solely Sony that they threw that end credit scene and because they threw that end credit scene, the MCU had to do something had to do something about it in this one. I mean I mean I don't I don't think that that could not be a possibility. That's that's what I'm they saying. Still and because own, they, they still fully it, own the rights, right? And because they set it up that way, they probably knew that people were going to have issues with the scene, like how McMillian has an issue with the scene for obvious reasons. But because Sony had already set it up, they had to do something. Hey, you know, it's yeah. a strong possibility. Yeah, I, I didn't even yeah. think strong possibility that it could yeah, have just been no. a production side of thing. Mm-hmm. That's 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 my theory though. Venom, Miles Morales will be introduced to the, through the story. I, I don't if that is the case, I'm very interested to see. How I I want to see how that's gonna play out. It. I mean, I just well, like when I'm thinking about it now, it, like when they when they finally do introduce Miles Morales to the big screen, I think they'll want to do it a different way, considering how we already got into the Spider Verse now. So it's not like we haven't seen Miles Morales on screen yet. We just haven't seen live action Miles Morales mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, from like I said, from that thinking that way, I would think they would want to do it kind of differently, or they could do it like the game, similar routes to how they did the introverts, Spider Introverts, or they could do it similar like how the game, where they right? both exist. Um, yeah. So I could I could see that happening too, but if they do do it, I do like your idea of that Venom still attaches to Peter Parker first, he detaches and then goes after Miles. So. 
I can rock with that. Because if also not, I'm glad you brought that up because like maybe they're both in the same universe. Like what if we know Peter's going to be helping out at the probably the shelter a little bit more now because Aunt May is gone. What if Miles also happens to be working at the shelter or something for whatever reason? I mean, that's how it happened. That's, that's how it happened in the game. game. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm, hey, I'm just, hey. No, I mean, you got, you got, you got, I mean, like I said, I, I don't dislike your theory. It's just, it would be, I'm trying to figure out how they would make all that work with him eventually becoming the second Spider-Man. If right. the way they introduce him is No, I feel you. Like that, you know? They're going to have to, have to do something. Yeah. And it might not never happen. It's just. It's oh, just no, I think, I think it's going to happen because Miles is a popular character. And I, I think yeah. they'd be hard pressed not to do it, especially after Tom. No, I'm talking about the whole Miles and Venom. Oh, thing. okay. That's yeah. what I was. No, I, I agree with you. Miles eventually yeah. will come to the big screen in live action, 100%. Um, I, I think that's actually the next Spider-Man we're going to get is Miles Morales after Tom Holland is done. Yeah. It's just that how are they going to integrate him? I mean, the they have Tom because they Tom Holland is set for another three chunk, more. Right? Another, three yeah, three yeah more I know Spider-Man. he's set for another three movies, but I'm saying, but after that, once he passes on the mantle, I think our next Spider-Man is going to be yeah, Miles yeah. Morales. Yeah. I, think, I think we probably have the next, I think if they don't do it, the next film, definitely the second one is where they'll introduce him fully. He might get teased in the next Spider-Man, like yeah. the first uh, movie of the next Spider-Man trilogy, but the second one, he will actually have like a role. And then the yeah. third one, he'll probably, we'll probably see him in the suit. Take up the mantle. Yeah. I agree with that. I think Spider-Man 4 has to, they have to show us the aftermath of like how has Peter been dealing with all of this. And then if they right. tease Miles, like, you know how they did it in the game where Peter was still dealing with the overarching problem, but you had he had times where he interacted with Miles. And then at the yeah. end of the mm-hmm. game, that's when he found out that Miles also has the um has been bit that's by the radioactive shot. spider and he has the powers and stuff. So mm-hmm. I could roll with that. It's gonna be interesting to see how Miles well, mainly how Venom, you know, starts getting attracted to to Miles as a character. Cause from what we've seen in in um into the into the Spider Verse, with we have a very childlike Miles of, you know, him being playful and normally from from my point of view, Venom characters normally have like some kind of some kind of gloom to them. Even yeah, with even with Toby mm-hmm. when when he got attached when Venom got attached to Toby, you know, Toby was going through a rough time. Venom was attracted to that and was like, we're gonna feed on that. You know, kind mm-hmm. of thing until Toby finally well, overcame it. Venom if they do on. it like the game, if they do it like the game, Miles' dad did die in the Spider Man game. So if they wanted to play on that they can and his dad being got- the reason that Venom gets attracted to him. It's options out here. Now. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You know, the an, another option could be because they already showed him struggling. Venom could get on Aaron, Aaron Davis. Who? His his uncle. Uh, his uncle. Yep. And the um, you think his uncle's gonna be uh working for Kingpin by that point? Also, I mean, I mean, he does. He does, He usually uh, starts up his Stephen stuff around. Surrounded by Kingpin and stuff like that, yeah. it could be potentially that the Venom symbiote gets stuck to him, and that's how Toby gets connected. That's how, uh, not Toby, uh, Tom Holland Spider Man gets connected with the future Miles, and then they have to like, yeah, work together to try and stop his uncle or something like that. I mean, there's that's there's a routes. Possibility. There's routes. Doris. There's routes. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. There's routes. Okay. Okay. The next end credit scene I want to get into is the Multiverse of Madness trailer. I'm going to just call this shit a trailer because this was, it was a tra- way... Yeah, that was a trailer. <laughs> it, and that's basically what it this was. This was way too long to be an end credit scene. I felt but like we were about to go into another movie. I was... Yeah. So it starts off with basically Doctor Strange has fucked up. And some of the highlights that I want to take from the trailer is that so they tease the evil Doctor Strange, Strange Supreme, and if you've seen the mm-hmm. What If series, I was like, "It's it's your boy." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. So I was like, "Oh yes, let's go." And if you've seen What If, we remember how that last interaction went when they tried to bring in <laughs> another Doctor Strange, Strange Supreme, Strange Supreme tapped that ass. 
So I'm into I'm uh-huh. interested to see how this interaction is going to go in Multiverse of Madness. Second thing mm-hmm. is that at the end of Doctor Strange one, we it foreshadowed that Mordo was going to be the next villain. Is he going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness, or is he just going to be somebody that his cards are against Doctor Strange in this whole scenario? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a bit more complicated than you are my enemy? I mean, the the way the trailer played it, and also there's been the whole theories because Wanda has the the black book or whatever it's I forget what it's called, Book of the Damned um, or something like that. Book of the Damned. Uh, like we, the way they played the trailer, even itself was like it almost seemed like Doctor Strange didn't know who you could trust. That was right. like a big theme of this trailer was I don't know, like who who can I trust in this weird in this in this madness. Basically. Even when he goes to Wanda. He goes to Wanda because at this point she's the only other high mystic character mm-hmm. that they have. But when right. he asks Wanda about the multiverse, she kind of gives him that look like, she already "Why? Knows how you know about yeah. this?" So I want to, <laughs> I want to know what Wanda knows about the multiverse and what she has done with it. Because I only say this because it is seen. So at the end of WandaVision, when Wanda ends up in her little cabin, there is nothing out there. But that cabin. But in this trailer, she got trees and shit. And she's picking flowers or harvesting or doing whatever. And I was like, okay, you've been out here for a while. What have you been doing? And that look that she gives him when he asks her, what do you know about the multiverse? It's like, dog, I thought I was the only one that knew about the multiverse. (laughs) And it kind of gives you that thing because my other theory is that my theory is that she's done something. And this is why. When Doctor Strange first shows up, she immediately starts admitting to the things that she did in Westview. Like, she assumed that Doctor Strange was there to reprimand her for the stuff that Mm -hmm. she did in Westview. And he was like, I'm not here to talk about that. And so she was like, okay, what are you you here to talk about for? And when he mentions the multiverse, she gives him that look. And it was like, ooh, fuck. (laughs) So you know about (laughs) that, too. (laughs) And coming yeah. off, I can't remember who said this. I want to say it's McMillian, or it might have been somebody else that I was talking to that at the end of WandaVision, when she started hearing her kids, the theory was is that her kids are in another universe. So what? So really, what has she been doing since that moment up to now? Yeah, we talked about it yeah. here. Is she, okay. Is she out here child napping? From right. different multiverses. That's, that's, that's one of them trees. <laughs> That's how she got under them trees. She played too much. I'm done. It could be possible that she could be trying to get another vision as well. I... Uh, The only only reason I'm hesitant to go for that is there is a version of Vision in the Marvel Cinematic Universe somewhere. True. He just went somewhere. He's just out there. He's just out there. We we don't know where he went. But... I don't think that she's going for Vision. I think the kids, the fact that her yeah, children are still out there, it would be more I, appealing for her to break apart the universe. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. and also to, for me, it's uh, the, the whole Westview thing served as like her therapy or her goodbye, the laying to rest to Vision. Right. Yes, but. Correct. Her children, she never fully got a chance. Like while she knew they probably weren't real, that, that they were still her kids, and it's not like she got a chance to really grieve them. Yeah. So. Sure, sure. And it's the I fact like that she she's hearing them. She might not. She probably didn't even grieve at all. The fact that her she has some knowledge that her children still exist somewhere, because like you said with Vision. She already tried. She resurrected him. She played out that scenario and she had to let that go. But mm-hmm. her kids, this is like her second I can fix this type thing. Mm-hmm. This is her second win. Yeah. And and as we know, that book of the damn thing, uh, people have been talking about it enough to where we know it has some like corrupting properties. And then two, Wanda, at this point, hopefully when they're in the multiverse of madness, she probably played around more with her powers and gotten stronger so she probably mm-hmm. thinks that she can that she can do more than what she might be capable of actually doing mm-hmm. due to like all her practices and stuff like that yeah. so she could be trying to 
this might be the presenting her the perfect opportunity to basically go kidnap children from a different multi- May, yeah, pretty much i i can see it happening to where she has figured out the multiverse stuff and she thinks that Doctor Strange is there to reprimand her for that, but she's actually, you know, been cautious with it, and it's really you that in tow of the multi. <laughs> <laughs> it's really you that broke it. She gonna try to um, flip the script and be like, "Oh, so you did it." Mm. So I'm interested <laughs> to see what all she knows about it. Yeah, because in Spider Man, like in Spider Man No Way Home. Doctor Strange made it apparent that they knew little to none about the multiverse. And if Wanda is the one that cracked it, well, let's go. Uh Pretty much, yeah. At this point. I got questions. (laughs) Right. And Uh, I would also like to know what led him to go ask her. So so here's... Oh, well, not to to cut you off, Mike. Here's the interesting thing, and it's not necessarily a theory, but... uh, for those who have seen the film and all of us, uh, there, there was a girl that was seen in the Sanctum Sanctorium with a star on the her back and like a jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, there's a character in the comics named America Chavez. Her superhero name is Miss America. She's a part of the Young Avengers, which they've already seen to have been starting through like uh, the Captain America and the Winter Soldier thing when they introduced Patriot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually heard uh, the whole thing with them trying to understand the multiverse might be coming from her because in uh, the comics I read yesterday when I was looking stuff up just to see who this character was because I didn't know much about her um, due to like the Marvel comics I read don't really associate with her but uh, apparently she was born in a different multi in a different universe mm-hmm. and uh, her universe got destroyed due to some events that happened in the comic book and she appeared in the current universe, well, the regular 616 universe for the comics. So I'm wondering if they might do like a little switcheroo in terms of like Well, to touch on that, you remember the scene in the trailer? Not to interrupt you, I just want to tie in what Mm -hmm. you just said to something in the trailer. You remember when Doctor Strange showed up into that New York that was like completely fucked? Yeah. What if that Mm -hmm. was her universe? Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like It could possibly, and I feel like she might be one of the keys to understanding the different universes, so like considering she comes from a different universe altogether, right? And then we already know from the events of Loki that there's going to be another quote unquote um, multiversal war because of oh boy, okay, yeah. yeah. So he could have been that could have been the reason why her universe was destroyed as well because of, you know that whole situation. I just need to know mm-hmm. at this point. I just need to know when all of the when when yeah. all this stuff yeah. has happened. I I, yeah. I I still think the major the major key and the major plot is the Loki stuff, cause like that, like that they was literally fiddling, meddling with the timeline. So if it, it really started at somewhere, it it had to start. There. Yeah, me and me and Foop yeah. off screen were talking about it uh, yesterday. It was like if the TVA was around by this movie, none of this shit would have popped up. Hello. <laughs> so like as soon as them villains popped up, they would have snatched them up. No Spider Man, no Spider Man movie for y'all. <laughs> but I, I totally agree. That was one of my uh my theories is that when Doctor Strange was doing his thing. That was the same time just, that Loki was happening. You just made another. You just made another connection. Like you just said, if the TVA was still around, they would have been popping up to come stop yeah. these guys. Hello, but they're not around anymore. And what happens? They, they could just walk around freely and do right. You boy, look at you boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, and that ties into because you remember last episode I was saying, what if Loki happened before? And that's why Doctor Strange. That's why all this stuff was able to happen, because it's mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Correct. It's a wrap. Correct. And no, this, that that completely it, it just because of that one statement he just made, it completely makes sense now. Loki happens before all of this, like it has to, because now the, with like he just said, with the little we know from Loki, TVA would have showed up and stopped all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their whole job. Like this, the- that's like you said. That's their whole job is stopping people coming crossing over in different multiverses, making different branches and stuff. Yeah, yep. Stuff like that. That, that was that was the whole thing about Loki. Why didn't they show up in this? Because they, they don't, don't exist anymore. They they yeah. they they gone bye bye. <laughs> or or maybe 
this is my other thing because the TVA pretty much was already gone before Sylvie killed Kane the Conqueror. Because you remember she went to war with the TVA or whatever with the little the head. Yeah, she was slowly breaking. What them if down, that yeah. happened before Spider Man and then when they killed Kane the Conqueror, that's when was at the, the end of Spider Man. Right. I mean, there's a lot. That, like you said, I, honestly, I just need a, I need a comprehensive timeline. Of I need when. So I need when this all happens. The only thing, the only of thing, course, eventually it's going to all come full circle and we're going to get that. It started right here. Yeah, yeah. eventually. Yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. for instance, I, I know the only thing I know for sure is that the next episode of Hawkeye is definitely taking place at the end of the Spider-Man movie because yeah. it was 100%. Christmas Day at the end of the Spider-Man movie and it was Christmas Day in the last episode for Hawkeye. Yeah. And I just... I feel like there's going to be something, some type of tease, especially since this is well, the last Disney, last uh, Marvel thing happening. I mean, and, and we talked about that as well, mm-hmm. that the ramifications of Hawkeye, we have to find out why they're not talking about that through and the Spider-Man No Way Home movie. And this is why. And this is he why. He don't know who he is. Nobody, yeah. he doesn't know who he is. Like, my it, other, it makes sense. My other theory w- with that is that why isn't Doctor Strange there? And my my theory is is that multiverse of madness picks up immediately after No Way Home, and he's out here dealing with this Probably. multiverse stuff. Yeah, and that's why he's not involved. And to put it, you know, flat out there, I don't think he would get involved in this Hawkeye situation. But not at all. But the no. fact that they don't even mention that he's here, or they don't even give a or they don't even walk past the Sanctum Sectorium or even give some hint that Doctor Strange is around is that he could be dealing with this multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But I mean, yeah, all the all the dots are starting to line up. Yeah. I just Slowly it's, but it's lining up, but I feel like we're still making assumptions and I just have to know for sure. I mean, yeah, we're making assumptions, but I mean, a lot of the stuff we're it, it make, it's uh, making assuming sense. It's making sense. And we're, we've been right about a few of this stuff so far. So it's just, you know, we just got to keep on going along with the threads. Yeah. Yeah. You're pulling the strings. I think they're going to explain it in Multiverse of Madness. And they, I think they have to explain I, it. Yeah, they have to. Because like. the movies <laughs> that come, if they don't explain it there, the movies in the Disney Plus series that are supposed to happen after this point, I'm not sure how they would make sense of all this if they don't explain it in Doctor Strange. Is there is there a movie that's supposed to come out before Doctor Strange? No. Nope. We get no. nothing. So Doctor Strange is the next MCU. Yeah, we, we get, get Diddly Squat like, till May. No. That's what I said. Okay. Like, there, has to, there, there might be something bigger in this last Hawkeye episode as well. Because this is the last thing we're getting from Marvel, period, for this year. Yeah. And for a while, because uh, Doctor Strange will come out until May, you said, May. right? Yeah, that's a, that's a long time to wait. That's like four months. Yeah. God. That yeah, ain't that's four months, time. that's five. Five, yeah. Well, I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm upset that they pushed everything back, and we not getting diddly squat till May. Cause I was he ready for be. I was ready for that March release. I was like, okay, I can I can sit out till March, yeah. May. Hopefully, and and <laughs> light of the whole uh, them replacing old girl and Black Panther. Hopefully, they don't get pushed back too much either. Yup. Oh, <laughs> she fumbling the Disney bag. She fumbled yeah. the bag on that one. <laughs> but How are you fumbling the Disney bag? But that's what I'm saying though, because Black Panther is supposed to be the next movie. Um. After after multiverse. after multiverse of madness, and y'all can't explain this multiverse stuff in Black Panther like that is like two completely all. avenues. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like y'all y'all gonna have to wrap this stuff. You you're gonna have to explain this stuff right here, right <laughs> now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. If they if we don't get in, like any answers about like why the hell this is happening in the multiverse of madness, I'll be shocked. Like if there was any other movie to do it, you would assume it would definitely that one, be this yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean the, only, also, the next time the next time we might see it is Quantumanium, but that's yeah. Yeah. but that's I mean, but that's the end of phase. That's the end of phase four though. Yeah. yeah. I guess my other thing is that I would like to know what reasoning they had to not release season two of Loki. For the movie, 
maybe for whatever's gonna happen in Multiverse of Madness, maybe they might be. I think are you asking why they aren't releasing it before Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they end (laughs) off where the multiverse has split, and with Spider Man No Way Home ending like it is, that may have been a good uh, starting point for Loki. You know, you're not a wrong. good starting point yeah, and a good wrong. way to explain how all of these timelines have been fitting. So this goes into my hesitancy for Multiverse of Madness. They have a lot of stuff to explain, plus all the other plot points that they're going to put into this movie. And maybe yeah. if they re- were to release Loki season two, we could sit down and actually see yeah. how all these pieces I mean, are fitting in. Because at one boards. point or another, they're gonna have to mention the events of Loki inside the MCU. At one oh, yeah, point, no. or another. Yeah. they're gonna yeah, have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's gonna be multi- no way around. They're gonna have to do it in Multiverse of Madness because once here, this is my thing. Doctor Strange thinks it's him, but what if? But yes, you you have fault in this. But Lady Loki also did this. Wanda also did this. So it's like you have to explain how all of these pieces play together. Did certain pieces happen at the same time? Or because Mm -hmm. Lady Loki did this, this, you were able to do this. Or Wanda was able, because Wanda was able to do this, this happened. Mm -hmm. So I get the movie, but my hesitancy is how they're going to explain all of that. Mm -hmm. Correct. I mean, that's gonna be a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Just, because some yeah. it with something <laughs> this big though. with this something this big, it has to be like domino effects. Like somebody, mm-hmm. it the domino effect could just be Wanda doing her Westview thing that kicked, and that all the dominoes started falling off, and then the final domino was Doctor Strange and the Spider Man shit. Mm-hmm. And that was the last straw. <laughs> that was the, that last, was the last straw. <laughs> like, it was holding itself together. Okay, Wanda, whatever. Lady Loki, okay, I'm struggling to keep this together. And then Spider-Man and Doctor Strange coming, they're just like, okay, whatever. Y'all got it. Since nobody cares about the multiverse, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let it go. I but I was just saying, if they... Maybe a series... And this can be something we decide after we watch Doctor Strange that how well they explain it. Could this have been better explained in a series or did they do a good job putting all the pieces together in this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Only time will tell. Only time. Only time will tell. I'm definitely, I'm def- I'm definitely excited for it's it. It's made. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's the that's only thing that's time. that's the only thing that's killing me. So we have to we have we got a little wait. We gonna make so many theories that it's canon. We gonna get in the movie and be like, <laughs> we seen all this. We talked. We knew the movie. <laughs> At this point, we talked about this. Already. We we saw this. You were right. I was right. He was right. Ralph was right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, out of, out of the the remaining lineup, I think Doc, the Doctor Strange movie is my most anticipated movie out of the rest of the Phase Four lineup. Yep. Um, because of course I'm waiting on Thor as well because they did such a good job with Thor three, I, I, and this will be the first fourth movie in like a movie line for the MCU. So yep. it's definitely gonna be interesting to see how they do that as well. Um, and then of course you know Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther. Too, but it's a lot of stuff going on with that movie though, so it ain't. Uh, they might have to just re- rethink that one. Ain't no telling. Um, Ain't no telling what's going to happen in this movie. We just have to wait and see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the last thing is Ralph's hot take. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Before before we go I to forgot, that, wait. I, I forgot that. I think I may have made a connection. Y'all might uh, more likely say I'm wrong. But in Hawkeye, when they did the auction, did they get the auction stuff when they did the siege in Spider Man of uh, the Stark, the Stark place? Are you asking if they got? Are you the talking about for the from... missing technology? Yeah. Well, the thing did they get the that in, from. Well, the stuff in Spider Man <coughs> got blown up when the plane crashed, so I don't think so. Yeah, that was because that's how he got that that machine that where he made his suit and he made the suit mm-hmm. on the plane. 
in the last movie. Okay. That was the missing tech that they were interrogating Happy about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stuff in uh the stuff in Hawkeye I think is coming from a different Avengers facility entirely. That's was, the, I think that's the one they blew the blew the smithereens. Probably, yeah. Okay. The one that um Thanos completely destroyed. I mean, it. that's that's the only way I can slice it. Cause you mean to tell me yeah. y'all just randomly walked off in an Avengers compound and took all this stuff? It only makes sense that it got blown up and y'all were looking through mm-hmm. the rubble. Double because look at look at the stuff sure. that they found. A watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. A suit. The sword, mm-hmm. sword that, that yeah. collapses Retra- in itself. Yeah. So it only to me it makes sense that they found it in the wreckage. Cause I mean you already know that there would have been some security measure set up. So right, like you just can't you can't like you just can't walk off in there. We yeah. we seen that from Wanda. <laughs> the only way you can walk off in there is if you Wanda. And one nobody gonna stop Wanda. <laughs> yeah. I but, want to bring that up before we move on. So hot tape. And part one. Ralph said he felt like this movie was better than Endgame. And I might be with Ralph on this one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. It's definitely in the top three, 100% of MCU movies. No Way Home is definitely in the top three. I can't put it above Infinity War because Infinity War is. But I think yeah. I, I think Infinity but War is better than Endgame, so it's. I, yeah, I also I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, and that's solely because Endgame had a lot of slow moments in it. It wasn't like I'll say this: like the climax of Endgame of Endgame beats a lot of like it, it's nothing better than the climax of Endgame, in my opinion. But as a whole, though, as a collective. Infinity War is definitely better than Endgame, one hundred percent. I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, but now, as far as what we talk about, No Way Home better than Endgame. I I don't know about that one just yet. I I, can, I feel where you're coming from, one hundred percent, and I understand why you would put it above Endgame. Like I'm not mad at you at all for that. Like I I'm here. I understand why. I just I just went and watched the movie. Like, I, why. <laughs> um, I just don't know you like maybe I, I thought I'll watch it again I, for a second time and just like contemplate on it I might be able to bump it up to that second slot but as of right now, not, not right now I think I need to give it another power. watch yeah. first okay. I, I, unfor- I fortunately or unfortunately depending on how you look at this I do agree um, it, hit it hit hard it hit hard I'm, I'm going off my experience with Endgame versus my first experience with this movie. Endgame no. was good, but Endgame, for me, Spider-Man No Way Home had a lot of edge-of-your-seat moments. moments. No, 100%. 100%. It was also, moments I, where I, I thought I Spider-Man was going to die. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah like, no, that's, like, that's what I'm saying. If you put this movie above Endgame, I'm not mad at you at all. Like I completely understand. Like like I said, I just went and watched the movie. I'm 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 with you. I understand where you're coming from. It's, it's just for yeah. me on my from my perspective, I just don't and, know if I can put think, it above Endgame just yet. And I think that makes a lot of sense. But based on what you said, you really like about movies is the climax. And like you mm-hmm. said, I, I I personally agree. Endgame probably has the best climax yeah. of any Marvel movie. But that's because every Marvel movie was leading up to that climax. Right. That, that, yeah. That's that's a climax of not only one film. That is a climax of like. How many movies? Uh, 20? This is multiple, this is everybody's beef. Of this is everybody's yeah. beef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um so yeah, like I said, I, I I completely understand where you come from. I like I said, I mean, once I watch it again, like give it a give it a second watch, I can come back and sit down again and rethink it. Can I put this above Endgame now? Like now that I don't watch it again for a second time? Maybe so. Like I said, I just got to give it a second watch first. Just for me. Understandable. Understandable. I I'm going to stand by my statement. <laughs> so you, nah, I, I, I think, like I said, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you I would, at all. I would only say I love Endgame. I would only say that No Way Home was better is because it's like you said, or this was what McMillian said, there were so many movies leading up to Endgame. And Spider-Man No Way Home was like, okay, we have this solo superhero film. All of these pieces that the only movies that we've seen with so many pieces coming together was Infinity War and Endgame. There was no previous setup, no hints, 
or in credit scenes that led us up to this moment and for them besides to exit the one, ex- besides right besides I let mean, there be carnage but for them to come in here and execute all of these pieces and well played them together and the fact that they played it well together to lead into multiverse of madness mm-hmm. i i have to give it to them because of execution because there was nothing that could prepare you for this movie Endgame was, we have all these pieces. We know who the Guardians of the Galaxy are. We know their beef with Thanos. We know about the Avengers. We know about Doctor Strange. We know about Black Panther. We know about everybody's stake in this movie, which was gave it the hype, which gave it the gravity of the movie. But Spider-Man, this Spider-Man this has the not foundation. bumped heads with any of these villains in this movie. We didn't know what the fuck was going to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I and I have to give them that on execution. And not only that, but they didn't. For me, the what the what made it even better. We knew these villains were coming from older franchises of Spider-Man that we enjoyed as kids. Like to, like Tobey Maguire is still to me. While I, Tom is, I will admit, a better Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is probably still my favorite. Mm-hmm. I they didn't they didn't like they were like hey Jay spend fifty minutes with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> like they 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 when he came in they were like. Here he is. Here's his stake in the story. Let's move on. Like I, I love that because they didn't try and just pull on my nostalgia of like ten year old Jay. They were like, "You grew up with it. You know these characters, and right. we trust you to know what their importance is. We're going to keep moving with the story that we're telling." And I thought yeah. that was more impactful than just being like, "Here's your here's a character you love for like 50, 50 uh, more time than he needed to be there." Basically, right? Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. Like, like, like I said, if in Anybody that makes a statement, I completely understand why you would make this statement, and I'm not mad at all, because Spider-Man, 10 out of 10. No no argument about that at all. Not at all. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see it again, because I saw Endgame like three times, 100%. and I'm definitely going to see this 100%. about three times. It's, <laughs> this was lovely. This, I don't think anything could this... prepare you for what happens in this movie like this i was, was not prepared for william defoe to beat tom holland's ass like that i wasn't i was not, I was not prepared for dr strange versus spider i wasn't prepared for that it's nothing yeah. nothing can prepare you for the stuff that happens in this movie i hear you say about it i so, loved it this this was nice this i'm glad that this movie turned out great because now I can end 2021 saying that I've seen Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't get spoiled at that. Oh, yes. So, uh, yes, that I didn't get spoiled because at this point, it's anyone's game. If you yeah. haven't seen it by yeah, now, I'm, you might as well log off. No, like, the <laughs> social media is... Log field. off. I'm at, they I'm they going. Just... They going. Yeah. And I'm about I'm to retweet all of it. I'm retweeting. <laughs> I gave y'all a day. I gave all her y'all personal account. All her, pers- all her personal account, not on the blur. <laughs> right. <laughs> I gave y'all a day, so now we f- we finna get into it. But um, you gave him a day. No, oh, I just want to say, um, though this movie was a ten out of ten, we not finna just sit here and act like he who should not be named movies oh were just <laughs> We not saying that. We not saying see I No 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 because he did this because he did this this morning. I'm innocently scrolling on Twitter and Ace is like so everybody like Andrew Garfield Spider Man now and I was like don't come out here with that it is nine thirty in the morning Alex you trying to get folks by real early. Early. They, 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 they but, the one who put that propaganda on my TL. But listen, <laughs> my thing is is that they integ- they integrated him well. And I feel like no, they did. my other thing is I that I think they gave a, gave him closure on yes. in yeah. this movie yeah. as well. Because yeah. he is the only Spider-Man that didn't get a trilogy. He is the Spider-Man that we all like to shit on. So they did a really good job of letting him redeem himself, and they did a really good job of integrating I, him into the story. I don't even hate those films, but I will say that like two, it wasn't the it left the bad taste in my mouth, especially since it ended with such a 
Like there was no you you got nothing of like a resolution from him. Like all his his the love of his life just died, and they kind of just move on. He's gonna fight Rhino now. I'm like, what the f-? like? <laughs> the man ain't grieving. Like, what, what are we doing? Yeah, you know, like. Like so, I, I I understand why people are talking about him now. It's because it's like he finally got what he his character arc finally yes. got what it needed. Even if it wasn't the the prettiest character arc, it still needed an ending. Like yeah, it, it didn't. Yeah, no, I'm just guy. saying. Yeah, I, all I'm saying is, you know, I just hop on Twitter the next day. Everybody, I don't even know why people was talking about that <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> this movie was great, in my opinion. This is the best Spider Man movie we got. Oh, so you're not, now y'all just lying. Now, now y'all, just on the, y'all just on my TL line now. Y'all saying the Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man film now all of a sudden after just seeing No Way Home? Well, hold on, wait, wait, get off my timeline. Wait, Amazing Spider-Man Get off my right? timeline. Amazing, amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, it's Amazing Spider-Man Yeah, because I was yeah, about to say regular Spider-Man, regular Spider-Man 2 is yeah, still yeah, up I'm there. Sorry. Yeah, let, 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 let me correct myself. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Everybody right, was on time talking about some Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the best Spider-Man movie out there. I don't know why people were talking so down on this movie. Personally, I just feel like maybe they felt bad for him. Because I did feel bad for him in the movie, but that... Hey, no, let me finish. I did feel bad for him, but that's not enough for me to get on the Twitters and say that, <laughs> that's, that he had the best Spider-Man movie. That's not enough. But I do feel I do feel the sympathy that they had. The other thing that I like with um going back to McMillian's point of how they ended the Amazing Spider-Man 2, like they didn't let him grieve. He got to grieve in this movie. Like with him explaining. No, yeah. When he was sitting down talking to Tom Holland Spider-Man and telling him about the route that he went down, we're not seeing his his aftermath in a movie, but we're hearing about it. Like, this is what happened after. This is the route that I went Correct. down. Uh-huh. All I'm saying is, we can't go from No Way Home, which is arguably now the best Spider-Man movie slash top three Marvel movies too. Live action. Now all of a sudden, live amazing, amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 2 is the best Spider-Man movie. Get off my timeline now. Y'all just literally on my timeline line. Just block them. <laughs> I'm like, it's 9.30 a.m. Like, I ain't even wiped the crust off my eyes. And Alex chooses violence. He even put the hashtags to make sure <laughs> I'm like, not not right now, Alex. It is nine thirty a.m. They they shouldn't have brought that propaganda on my TL at nine thirty a.m. And he used Ace the funny. hashtags. Ace don't never use hashtags, but he used it. I see. I think I would. I think I would have left it alone if I had not seen No Way Home just the night before. But I just came off of No Way Home, and he then said, y'all put this on my TL. He said, "Y'all gonna make he gonna make sure y'all see this in the feed." <laughs> Even if y'all don't respond, it, y'all gonna see it. Y'all gonna see and it, and like, you gonna scroll by it, and you gonna think about it. I was like, "Let's not think about. Let's it. not do this right now. <laughs> let's not do this right now." Oh, you ain't the, so Andrew Garfield and. I love the way that they did Electro. I think Jamie yes. Foxx got to redeem himself in this movie oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, de- yes. most definitely. Because the way yeah. they did his character, Dirty and uh, Two, is also pretty bad. Yeah, they, they, they did him, him They did him dirty. The, they redeemed him. And the fact that my boy got an arc reactor. Let's go. Dead. Oh, that not, not only that, but if you're a fan of the comic books of the old like uh, TVs, the, the, the anime series, his his the lightning that he was shooting was in the form of his cost the uh, character's costume. Nice. Like, even though he wasn't wearing a villain costume, he had like references to it. I thought that was great. The way okay. that he so I think I think it was closure and redemption as far as the amazing Spider Man that they did in this movie, and I think they did it really well. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think the fact 100%. I think the fact that now you're waking up and seeing people like, well, maybe the Amazing Spider Man wasn't that bad. It's just how good they sold it's, you on this shit. It's and also I feel like it's uh, we talked a little about uh, about it with the Witcher series being able to look at something in a different perspective mm-hmm. after having more information can change your opinion on the whole thing. I'm not trying to defend Amazing Spider Man Two is the best one. It's not by no means, but I will say. Having this closure for these characters does add, I feel like, a little bit of a a better light to that movie. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily fix it, but it does add, I think, a greater context to it. Yeah. I agree. I, agree. Yeah. I mean, I, 
this this movie was very well written from start to finish. to finish. It was. It was very well written, even with all these different moving parts and stuff like that. They they did you not can tell the that they sat down, they thought about this, they planned this out, and they went and executed. Mm-hmm. Like you can see it. Yeah, one for one in that movie. Now I want to know what scenes that Tom Holland suggested to be changed. Do you remember something came out where he changed, he went and pitched a different scene for the movie and they went with it. Mm-hmm. So now after seeing the movie, I would like to know which scenes he was like, we need to change this. It, it could have been some of the, maybe some of the Spider-Man interaction scenes maybe, but that that would be, that's definitely a good question. What what did mm-hmm. he want to change about what the movie? But would take could the cake the for ending? me if he changes, if, 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 if it was his ideal for Green Goblin to beat his ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> because that it's be not like they is. haven't done it before because in the dark night um Heath Ledger told Christian Bale to like yo beat my ass like that scene <laughs> that they had in jail he that was like fist to face like beat my ass like real talk <laughs> I mean oh, yeah that would be interesting if that was that, <laughs> if that was that the scene like he goes to William but, Defoe and he was like Yo, I want you to fuck me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, that'd be interesting only because, like, uh, I don't know if you guys see it, but from the, there's pictures of Tom Holland from the premiere of this movie who he had to walk out a couple of times to cry. This is Mm -hmm. how powerful the movie hit him himself. So I'm wondering, like, what what those scenes might have been because obviously, regardless of anything, they they definitely probably went with it because the movie looks like it was just as impactful for him as it was yeah. for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, hopefully we get the answers to those questions one day. Or maybe. Because I didn't even know or maybe, that that was a thing. Or maybe his reaction to uh, Aunt May's death, like the fact that he had to leave her, it might it might have went a different route. Yeah. yeah. So. I was not expecting that it may seem. I wasn't, but I should have I seen it coming. That. Because every yeah, one that once, once I saw the glider coming through, once they I was hit, once but. they say it, they die, and it's like okay, she said it. And if that didn't hit for you, like A said, when you see that damn glider coming full speed and hit her, I was like, yes, yeah, bro. Yeah, I just it was. Rap. I think it was when I think I realized it was over when Green Goblin started giving a speech, and I was just like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh no, it's it's not going. Yeah, this it's is bad. This is this is bad. What Ace be saying? This is not a drill. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a drill. This is not. Well, Hawkeye said on the, on the last episode, this got very real this, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has hired a Green Goblin. This has gotten very real. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, because it, it it definitely that whole scene definitely went from zero to one hundred. Like real, real fast, <laughs> real fast, and it was like with all here. of them being in close proximity, and it's just like yo, this is bad. Perfect- you know what? One, one thing I do want to touch upon that we forgot to mention in um the part one though, the Doc Ock re- redemption that we got in this movie, yeah. um that was that was. Really well done. The fact that Peter was actually able to save um, Doctor um, Octavius, and then he comes back and repay that kindness by saving them. Yeah, yeah. like that, that was done well. And he gets and he gets to talk to Toby at the end. I did like that. That too. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like that was really well done because if if you're a big fan of Spider Man too, you really know that Doc Ock was never like a, at least this one is was never really a villain. He just May had some terrible luck in the string of his experiments, and they explained yep. that in the movie as well, saying mm-hmm. that Tom Tom said that um his tentacles were actually controlling him as well. Yeah. And so yeah, he never was really in control. It was just his tentacles telling him, you know, let's do this or do this, do this right now, kind of thing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love the movie. And it was ten, ten out of ten, ten yo. But if there isn't anything else, and I'm going to pause to make sure that nobody really <laughs> has anything else. Thank you. 
Think you good on this one? I'm gonna pull a Kanye. Think, well, hold on. Ace look like you pick it. You good? No, I'm, I'm, th- I'm, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm thinking just to make sure because um, I touched up on the Doc Ock. I don't think there's anything else, and then I got my theory out, so I'm good. All right. <laughs> but there isn't. If there isn't anything else, once again, thank you guys for doing part one, doing part two. Thanks for those watching, listening. Make sure you uh, check us out on social media. We are the Blurred Mob Pod on Instagram. That's at T H E. B-L-E-R-D-M-O-B-P-O-D. We're at The Blurred Mob on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook and YouTube at The Blurred Mob Podcast. And this is The Mob checking out. Peace. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand 10 toes down. Shot ain't no looking at. Hey, don't look at me. You can let them haters hate when they ask.